Welcome to the Smarticle Podcast, where we take a good article and make it gooder. Welcome to a good old-fashioned Man Talk Monday. He's Brandon, a man. I'm Larry, a man. Just two men, which seems to be perfect if you're hosting a Man Talk Monday. Before the men stuff here, here is your five seconds of silence brought to you by the Smarticle Podcast. Okay, before we get going, was there ever a time in your life, Brandon, where you weren't a man? I just think we should get this out there. Just, it's a point of information. Larry, whatever you feel like when you're born is what you are. You know that. Okay, good. My pronouns so, are he, him, they, it. I feel like I mostly need to give this disclaimer on Man Talk Monday. If you're a gal listening in, you're like, oh my gosh, it's Man Talk Monday. I don't need to tune in. Although, what you're going to be getting is the backside of water. You're going to literally see something from the men's perspective that maybe your husband isn't telling you. And you might have a better understanding of what men go through. Would you Would you agree with that? Yes. I think that's a very, very good way of putting it. So your wife could listen in secretly, Brandon, to be like, ah, I knew he was struggling with his AI robot addiction. <laughs> and, you know. Uh, yes. I, she could, I, I suppose if that was true, she could tune in and find that out. We are going through a post titled Falling Down and Moving Up. Can I give you a smidge, Brandon? Mm-hmm. Falling down and moving up is the most counterintuitive message in most of the world's religions, including Christianity. We grow spiritually much more by doing it wrong than by doing it right. That just might be the central message of how spiritual growth happens, yet nothing in us wants to believe it. I heard this story once why everyone around the world comes to Silicon Valley and why we have more entrepreneurs than anywhere else in the galaxy. And that's because our culture in America of failure is not that big a deal. Like you open a business, you lose some money, you go bankrupt, then you do usually do that like three more times. And then your fourth business try, it works. But like in other countries around the world, if you fail at business, you bring shame to your like entire family. There is no room for bad ideas and business failures in other countries around the world. So here's my point. In the U.S., we're outstanding at business failures, horrible at failure failures. Which is flip flopped, right? Horrible at what failures? We're horrible at we're we're good at business failures. Horrible at spiritual spiritual failures. You 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 stumbled on the word. And then it seems like that's that's flip flop. Well, I I do wonder to the degree that need what the need is for a spiritual life would create that. We have a culture that says be achieve. Go out there. Yes. And by the way, it depends yes. on where you are in the country. What you're talking about right there is that, you know, California is filled, has in its DNA, people that went there to stake a claim, to make a fortune, to, to go out there and, and, and fail and succeed and fail and succeed. The South, where I live, uh, it is it is still a place where it's very chat. People worry about what other people think. So f- I think it was like in 2016, there were like 27,000 patents handed out in California and in the whole South. All the what the former Confederate states, eight nine states that were like twelve hundred, like just they're just nobody creating stuff because they're worried about if they fail they look bad. So worrying about failure stops you from actually succeeding. I think that men, and this is a generalization. Obviously, there could be women involved in this too, but I think that men in general have such a hard time because we're taught 
you got to bow up. You got to, you got to, you know, the most important people are coaches, are wealthy entrepreneurs. They're people that have succeeded. They're not, we're not looking at the guy that started the five businesses and still slogging along. We're not saying, wow, that guy is just persistent. And really, I mean, I want to be like that guy. No one says that. And that's part of the issue with this. Yeah. I mean, I feel like guys, this isn't really the case anymore, but these, like the old ideas that the man is the stoic leader and is rowing the boat and can't. Bro, you're in Cal, you're in the squishiest place in the country. Trust me, that still exists in lots of America. Yeah, no, that's what I'm saying. Okay. You're saying I'm saying. Yeah, it's not a thing of the past in most places is what I'm saying. But then in relation to this idea, if you're this trying to be the stoic man and Jesus literally is saying, flip the boat over and get transformed. That doesn't work. Yeah, it doesn't work. It's antithetical to the whole idea. It's, you know, in many ways, the very model of America is broken at its very core because it says that there's only one way to do it. It doesn't allow any latitude or room for people to do it a different way. We have to act the same way. We have to we have to believe the same things. We, if we don't do it a certain way, if we're not, you know, like for instance, we've talked about it, uh, you know, men crying. I mean, I know you're a big crier. Mm. I am not a big mm. crier mm. and I have, I struggle with that, but I wish I was in a place where it was totally cool to cry, but it's oh. not, it's not. Bro. Come on in, come on in. Hug it out, bro. Hug come it out. On in. I love that. I love that. And I wish you were sincere because yeah. every once in a while I do need a hug. Even if it's a virtual hug, come I on need in. a hug. Okay. My life is okay. Good and bad. I'm assuming your life. I know you pretty well. Good and bad. It's good and bad. Should we really just turn the boat over and transform it all, Brandon? Yeah. Because I think that there are way too many times where we are. The point of turning the boat over is to fail. We know that in education now, more and more and more, it's being pushed this idea of failing forward. That kids do not learn from success. They learn from failure. That is an age old thing. And most psychologists would say that most people that know anything about business would say that and say, you got to fail in order to get better at something. I've been doing the show. You and I've been doing the show together for four years. I mean, on and on, but solid two years. And some would call it a failure. Yeah. But here's the thing about it. I've thought a lot about this because you're always pushing about this and that and the other thing. It's like, I think about how much I've learned from failure in the I show, like that. things that haven't worked right. Or you're like, what the? Everything. You're, you're saying like, for instance, everything. Has okay. But we have learned so much <laughs> in this. Show. I mean, we are so far ahead of where we were two years. When are we, we started winning? This. Are we winning? If, if you could ever just go serious for just <laughs> no, five winning. seconds, it'd be great. <laughs> yes. I do think that that, and I hope that you say that to your kids. Like, Hey man, I know you're struggling in school now, but that's going to pay off in the long run. You'll be like, hey, Ellis brings home his F from, you know, whatever. I'll be like, hey, listen, I know that's a failure, but I'm failing with Brandon at the Smarticle podcast. <laughs> so we're both failing, which means we're really winning. Do you ever say that? Have you ever had that honest conversation about, hey, man, I, I fail all the time and it's okay? Have you ever had that oh, conversation with your kid? I don't. I, I got some great news for you in regards to me and my family, people that know me. Nobody looks at me and goes like, success. You are absolutely 100% most wrong. Most people are going to be like, bro, you are so wrong. I think most people look at you and are intimidated. I truly do. I think they think you're a goofball, but they think you got that Larry. He's always happy. He's always having a good time. He's oh. always crazy. He's always like, they have no idea the struggles that you go through in your life because you don't let them see it. Okay. This is the last point I'd like to get to. Let's turn that around. Let's not talk about that. No, no, let's get to the last point because I think we need to bring in Jeezy here. Okay. Got to bring in the big Jeezy. Jeezy, 
Matthew 19, 30. The last really do have a head start in moving toward first. And those who spend too much time trying to be first will never get there. Jesus essentially makes this point a lot. It, I mean, it's coming from like, if you believe in a Christian or if you believe in Jesus is saying the last is where to be. Yeah. It's, I don't, it's, it's counterintuitive, man. Who's the most famous person in history that you could pick up other than Jesus? Alexander the Great. Right. Alexander the Great died at what, 29, 27 years old. He was poisoned. Conquered the world in a sense, right? No one would argue that dude was successful. He was amazingly no, successful. Point. Guess what? His life sucked. He was poisoned by someone mm. in his entourage. When you think about all the people out there that we think of are the, the greats, Michael Jordan, dad Ooh. is murdered. I mean, the, the things that happen in our lives, no one's getting, no one's life is above that. And if you don't accept that going in, what Jesus is saying is, look, man, those people that are on the bottom, that are on the margins, they already know that they're at the bottom. They don't have to worry about it. They know they need God's grace more than anyone else, and so they're ready to accept it. Whereas that dude that's super successful, super on top of it, you know, I got it all, I'm the man. When things go south for them, they cannot deal with it. Okay, let's just talk about this practically. You're talking about the guy living in Sudan, in a civil war that's gone on for 30 years, your kids are starving, you got no food, that dude's the winner. Yes. That dude is the winner. If you look at the world as infinite, i.e., if you look at we're going to live forever, and you're talking about 50 years on one little... But now, if you don't believe that, if you believe that once you're done, you take a dirt nap and it's over, then yeah, maybe you're right. Maybe you get whatever you can. But I think the whole point of this, the reason I follow this dude, Jesus, is because I don't want to believe that this is it. Now, other people would say, well, crazy, you're just making this up. Maybe. But I want to believe that there is more after this. And the way I'm able to embrace that and understand it fully and completely, this idea that Jesus is trying to teach, is I have to say, I need to put myself last. I need to consciously do that. I live in the wealthiest country in the history of the world. We are also the most medicated country in the history of the world. So if we're the wealthiest and happiest country, why are so many people sad and miserable and taking medication to fix mm. that? Because Ooh. it doesn't lead to happiness. It doesn't lead to peace. The only thing that leads to peace is a recognizing that you are at the bottom, that that's just the way it is. And when you can do that, then you can start actually moving upwards. Well, you know, this is like the first time that ever, I was never thankful that I wasn't Michael Jordan, Brandon. I didn't know <laughs> I that. Bet, right. I'm so thankful I'm not Michael Jordan. Well, Brandon, I'd like to first just thank you for being a man. So sure. thank you for you're being welcome. a man. And by you're the man, welcome. your whole life. Yeah. So I appreciate that. And also telling me that people don't look at me and tell me that I'm a failure. Brandon, thank you. 